What the fuck is up, everybody? Back with another episode. Um, a little bit of downtick in my listing. I'm only clocking four or five listens out. Well, whatever. Whatever. The march continues. The marathon continues, motherfuckers. Uh, but this is uh, this episode. Uh, I've wanted to. I've been wanting to do for some time. I've just been uh, thinking about it. I kind of wanted to do it. I kind of actually want to talk it because it's kind of fascinating to me. Um, it's also something that I mean. I just kind of like pay attention to, and it's often crossed my mind. And now, I mean, now that I've got, and I have to build this episode, so I might have to to stop and start recording it uh, several times to hopefully get out this episode. But I've got the base level information that I needed, which was very hard to gather, might I add. And actually, I wasn't able to gather all of it. I just did the best I could. Um... And I want to do this episode, and then I want to do I want to do a review of Jurassic World Dominion. So I might do this episode first, and then do another one right away, quickly after that. And I want to talk about that, and also this, uh, this thing I saw on Netflix is kind of blowing my mind. This uh, sweet home or keep sweet uh, motherfucker with like seventy wives and all of them underage, blowing my mind. It blew my mind yesterday. Binge watched it in like one day. It was it was an amazing four uh, four part. A miniseries on Netflix um, but with that said th- this episode I want to exclusively talk this episode is and I want to pose the question to you if you're out there and you're a heavy metal fan I don't know when this episode um, if it ever if it for r- randomly fucking takes off because I, I don't know I'm waiting for one of my episodes just to be like boom like fucking 50,000 heads listen, listening um, but this one goes out to metalcore uh, heads Emo heads, maybe not emo heads, deathcore, uh, uh, death metal, metal heads, uh, black metal heads, black metal core, emo core, screamo core, uh, we've got hardcore, basically any kind of a core mixed in with any side of a, of a fucking hard grunge or doom thrash uh, metal band. But it's not it's not exclusively like entire genres. It's bands in particular I picked out. Um, I've I've wanted to know, and I and these are gonna be my thoughts. It's all based on solely my opinion, what I've seen, what I've seen on YouTube. Obviously, I paid attention to these bands a lot. I've watched their a lot of their music videos. Uh, I've listened to a lot of their albums. I think there's only like a band or two that I don't really fuck with on there. But I've, you know, even if you don't fuck with the band, I have listened to their stuff. I have seen them live before. Uh, yada yada yada. And I just want to put this out there. Can your favorite? And I'm not. I don't know. I'm not gonna cover every fucking band out there. But can these top metal acts? Some of these top hardcore bands. Some of these top metalcore, these fucking, these um, deathcore bands, can their front man fucking mosh to the music they make? And I posed the question myself because I, when I started looking at the stats of some of these, some of these peeps, uh, I, I, I've done. I, I researched. It took me like three hours to do the research that I did on their 
high-end weight. And I'm going to say this. It is very hard to track down the lead singers. I, I've got Danny Filth. I've got uh, Brandon Shepetti or Shepetti or whatever. I've got Dave Peters, another hard one. No info out there. Uh, I've got Vincent Bennett. I mean, I've got several. I, actually, i got like a dozen or more. I got like 15 motherfuckers that I was looking first and foremost for the age. And that's basically where the fucking line gets drawn. That is like... Okay, it's like... It's like... Well, Corey Taylor, no. I got Corey Taylor in there. They got his entire... But I don't know, because Jamie Jass is another one. Um, So I got to say this. Rockstars are very hard. And this is... This goes to, I believe, the state of heavy metal rock, hardcore, any sort of fucking heavy music. It's they are Kanye said it best. Rappers are the new rock stars because I could I could dig up information all day on on one Kanye West down to his shoe fucking size. Uh, I don't know what fucking shoe size Corey Taylor wears. Let alone I don't even know who the fuck he's dating. I think he's married. Uh, and I'm not a 100. None of the people's heights and weights am I 100 certain on, but. If you do a quick Google search and you look at images of, uh, you can find an image of uh, Dave Peters and Brandon. So I'm assuming they're similar physiques. I mean, Brandon might be bulkier now, more mass to him. I don't know if Dave Peters is still working out like crazy. I don't know. But I mean, I'm getting off topic there. You see how that happened? When you got, when your mind is fucking full of fucking ideas and it's like wow but can these motherfuckers mosh can they if you were to pluck them out of that band and you pull out fucking um Randy Blythe which is another one I got and I got some good info on him you pull Randy Blythe out with his uh old Randy with the short hair or this older Randy with the dreads and you put him in a pit uh, with 20,000 drunk motherfuckers, stoned motherfuckers, uh, big badass motherfuckers at night, closing it, and you put on fucking, um, now you've got something to die for. Is Rand, can Randy fucking do the fucking thing or not? Can he do it? And I don't want to pick on Randy Blythe because there's other people on there. Once they started seeing the stats and, and I'm looking at the music and I'm just kind of wondering like, hmm, hmm, motherfuckers weighing 150 pounds and 5'7", five, 5'6", five, big fucking question mark right there. I think they get hit once and fucking tap out. And I got to say, a lot of these metal singers are not passing the grade. Uh, these are these heavy bands are not passing the grade. Um, before I actually get into breaking down some of these names that I've got, I don't I don't know how many I'm gonna get to because I don't want the fucking episode to be like four hours long either. Um, but I'm gonna break down their heights, their their weights, or if it's a question mark, I'm just gonna take a guess. I'm gonna break down some of their heaviest songs. I'm gonna 
I've watched a lot of YouTube's on a lot of bands over the years, and I would just know you can just I mean you go and you pull up YouTube of your favorite band and you just watch them how energetic they are in a live setting. There's literally YouTube's of live uh, bands live literally everywhere of every band, and that is something you can find yourself. So go and see how um, active they are on stage. Could they circle pit? Could Jamie Justice circle pit for like three songs in a row? Or, and, and that's, and I don't know, maybe old Jamie not so much. But this newer Jamie I think is actually working out, so he might. So then again, you got to kind of take it on errors of the band. So some of these bands are 20 years old. Some of them are new. I got a couple of the new bands and I got Knock Loose in there. Um, Brian Garris. Can, can, you think Brian Garris can mosh to his fucking songs? Would he... As rowdy as Knock Loose is, do you think Brian Garris uh, would last in a pit? In a Knock Loose pit, nonetheless. It's kind of an interesting scenario if you think about it. And, I, and I'm sorry, and I don't want to be sexist or, or anything, but I could not... I, I did not look up any female-led bands. But, the, again, this may spill over into another whole episode. I, I don't know, maybe this episode gets fucking... 18 listens and I'm like or 20 listens and put, fucking puts me on the map again and I'm like alright well I'd run up a number 2 I'd, I'd do a second episode maybe I'll fucking find a, um, some traction here um, but yeah does your favorite fucking singer of your band and there's there's a lot of bands out there I, obviously I can't do uh, I can't do the entire I mean there's like thousands of bands but I picked some kind of popular ones and, that's, and I honestly I had to pick a, For starters I had to pick Some popular bands Because Some of these Like lesser I, I wanna I don't know There's A-levels Which is kind of like Slipknot Hatebreed Killswitch Engage uh, You know Like uh, Slayer Metallica um, Those People There's Almost stats On height Weight Age and you know what? A lot of these bands, they're old fucking bands now. Shocked to find out that James Hetfield is not that old. Like, he's like... I think he's like... I mean, I have it written down. I think he's in his 50s. But fucking Howard Jones is like 48. And I think most of the bands like... Uh, Randy Blyton, they're all 40 plus. Which is insane because I thought they were like my age, like 30 something. And to me, it's like in their old and stay. I don't know if they could do it. I I don't know. I don't know very many people that are moshing into the forties. I'm at the border. I've been at the borderline for a number of years now. Like I just give it up and I just will start watching bands and sitting in the back. If they're heavy, you know, maybe I'll just start listening to their music. But I kind of haven't given up the ghost yet. But at the same time. I don't really know if fucking Jamie Jass is another kind of... I think he's like four... I mean, he might be 41. Or Dave Peters from Throwdown. Uh, I could not find height, weight, age, except for an interview. He said he was in his 40s. So I put 40s. So I'm assuming he's like... And Brandon, uh, Brandon from Bleeding Through is 41. So I'm assuming they're similar age. 
So he could be 40, 41, 42, maybe 43 at the oldest. I don't really think so. But I think they all... And that's kind of just something I kind of know that... Uh, Brandon, Dave, uh, homie from 18 Vision, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Uh, and, I, and that's something that is really bothering me at this moment because I should know that. I think they all went to like the same high schools. They all hung out together. They all went to the same things. Y'all know each other. all grew up t- together. So it's one of these things that like, okay, they're roughly the same age. So Brandon is 41. Then I would assume Dave is 40, 41, or 42 in and around that ballpark could be older who knows but can 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 fucking Dave Peters mosh to fucking forever can he can he not but before I actually start breaking into the bands down into the bands I'm gonna pause because I want to gather up some more info I've got two singers out there that got the info I've googled it Uh, I've and actually I pulled together pictures I mean that's very that's another thing fucking All these heavy metal singers do not fucking be having their pictures taken fucking nowhere. Except for the same dirty, dingy fucking alley. uh, Or the fucking... uh, Some rundown abandoned building in Michigan. Come the fuck on, heavy metal people. Hardcore people. Take some fucking pictures. Shit. Ain't fucking nobody's gonna judge you for taking a picture with... Somebody else in the band. Oh, I got Chris Motionless as well. Can he do it? We shall see. Hang, hold on to that thought while I'll be right fucking back. Welcome back. So let's get this episode of Can a Motherfucker Mosh? Can your favorite metalcore, heavy metal? And I think I got a good mix. New metal, old metal. These are a lot of bands that I've liked like or popular right now kind of in the forefront of things uh, but can they fucking mush can these singers last in the pit um, after doing an ex- again, again an extensive YouTube search of a lot of live um, performances I've got to say, the majority of them, I don't believe could do it. Not to the extent that you as a normal person that goes to these rock concerts and gives your all circling around in a pit, crowd killing, two-stepping, just pushing the fuck out of each other. I don't believe a lot of these singers stand a chance. I'm going to just put that out there. But let's start with my personal favorite. Two of my personal favorites. Let's start with Vincent Bennett of the Acacia Strain. Uh, he is approximately 40 years old. I think he is 40. He's from uh, Massachusetts somewhere. Uh, he's straight edge, which I think gives him an advantage. Uh, being straight edge and having a clean body of free of toxins. I I mean, I know he's undergone a transformation as far as his eating habits and working out as do we all. But the straight edge is an advantage for him. 
uh, more so than a lot of other singers because you just can't mosh the same drunk or high. I know you would think you, you could, but you can't. You have to be able to physically do the, the thing. You have to be able... Uh, if you want to crowd surf and you want to stage drive, I think being drunk or high probably benefits you more. More so than trying to actually physically run around in a circle. And I know, and I know, I know a lot of people would disagree with that statement because when you go to these concerts like an Ozfest, an Opfest, uh, uh, Ink and Iron Fest, uh, or a big rock show, motherfuckers are getting drunk, drinking. Um, but most normal people go about their day-to-day lives in a sort of a straight-ish fashion. Not, not. There's very few people here in California, and I think throughout the world now, where they chain smoke. So you can take cigarettes off the books. But some people do chain smoke, but I mean, it's... I remember growing up, everybody smoked. Now, I don't... Not a lot of people smoke. The people do smoke, but not like... They don't chain smoke and they don't smoke cigarettes all day. Um, again, again, well... Depends on where you grow up, but a lot of people don't come home and drink every day. They're not drinking every day, every day. So... They drink on weekends, they drink during parties. Yes, you drink often-ish, but not every day. Uh, I think that's the new norm now for alcoholics. Uh, and the dope. Do people smoke dope? Yes. I, I think I, I know people that smoke a lot of weed. Um, but it's not like they're addicts. I don't know very many addicts. I mean, I do know some, but the majority of the people I know are not addicts. So being straight edge does help Vincent Bennett. Um, his height, I believe, is somewhere around 5'11". Again, it's very hard to track down this information. His weight is un- unknown and unknown status currently. Uh, and for most of his career, he's had a, a, a medium to big build. He is tall. Um, if you can look at any of his pictures of him in the back, he's like, if he's as tall as Devin Shitterker, uh, he's just a tall individual. See, yeah, I do believe his height plays a factor in his ability to mosh. But can he mosh to his own songs is what I really, really wanted to know. Could he mosh to the beast? Could he mosh to 4x4? Uh, Woe Shut It Down, JFC, any of the number of bangers that the Keisha Strain has with the with the rowdiness of the crowds that typically attend his shows. Can he do it? After watching... I've been watching his performances over the years. Um, he is a more athletic now. Uh, he can jump around on stage, but he is older. You gotta keep in mind he is forty. But when all that music came out, he was in his thirties and late twenties. Uh, he's had a long career. I think he's been with the band. I don't know. This is like two thousand and like something. Two thousand and three or four or five or somewhere around there. Uh, maybe even I, I don't know. The, 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 that is 
Um, yeah, I think like 2003-ish, 2002-ish. He's been with the band like 20-some plus years. It's the majority of his life, you know. But can he mosh to those songs is what I really wanted to know. And after watching... I, I didn't even need a YouTube his videos because I've watched the whole sets of the Acacia Strain live recent in recent times and old times. Um, I gotta say he runs right at about a 6 out of a 10 um, and leaning more towards like a D grade or just a maybe. It's a maybe. It's like I give him a six out of a ten. I give him a maybe. I and the only thing is he's got advantages based on the fact that he is straight edge, so his lungs can physically handle it. Probably uh, he doesn't show up drunk and like get winded and um, or he wouldn't get winded. I don't think that quick. And now that he's exercised more and he's much much better shape I think in his latter years I think he could mosh potentially like half like three songs four songs vaguely hard before I don't think uh, he could um, last I don't know I mean uh, that's kind of interesting he's an interesting prospect because again he is straight edge so he got physically he's in he should be in tip-top shape. Uh, he does work out now and and whatnot. And he is a little bit active on the stage. I've seen less active singers on the stage. Um, but I give him about a 6 out of a 10. I think it's a little bit more so than uh, no. I, I want to say he's probably more so in the maybe range. Um, but I don't know. If you compare him to his music, I want to say he doesn't really... I don't know if he'd really be able to mosh the entire set, let alone just... I mean, I think for most people, they might be ducking for cover. A little some some of the time, so that's why, based off of his music uh, and his physical abilities, I give him about a six out of a ten. Uh, I would, I wanted to say seven because he's taller and straight edge, but I couldn't do it uh, because his music is literally crazy, especially a lot of the old stuff and even some of this new stuff, and I just don't know how he would fare. Um, he again he had some advantages but he's got some disadvantages his music catalog is just crazy I know firsthand it's crazy um, it's been a, that's a goal of mine to go see them in, in Boston because I would like to strap up my laces put my mouth guard in uh, zone in and fucking hammer his hometown that's what I would like to do and see, I don't know if he would really be able to, to handle a figure like me. And I'm in, in, I've got, this is my realm. I know who does what, where. This is how I know that he's probably a 6 out of a 10. He's a little lanky. Uh, he could probably kick the shit out of you, but I don't know if he can. He might be able to two-step the fuck out of a pit, but I don't know if he'd really be 
I, I don't know. I think a lot of people get fearful of motherfuckers um, crowd killing and just not absolutely not giving a fuck. And that puts a lot of fear into a lot of band uh, members. I think the singers themselves, too. I don't know a lot of singers that actually go and mosh to other bands. I think they all kind of just stay on the outskirts like, whoa, that, these kids are crazy. But again, Vincent Bennett, the Acacia Strain, I'd probably say is 6 out of a 10. Maybe could last a couple of songs. Uh, maybe. I, th- I think he's more of a two-stepper. I think he'd circle around for like 20 seconds and then dip. That's what I think he's capable of. Uh, moving on. Again, I don't know how many of these are going to get there. I got like fucking 20 names on here. And, and a little bit of their heights and a little bit of their weights and this and that and the other thing. But... Moving on, I'm going to go to my second favorite, and I'm probably going to talk about this one until I get to work, and then I'll come back and do a few more, but let's talk about Brandon S, because I don't want I'm tired of butchering his last name, I feel like if he ever comes across this, and like, what, the motherfucker's calling me Shipiati? <laughs> hey, bro, you got a fucking difficult last name, but anyways, uh, Brandon S from Bleeding Through is uh, one and two, my my favorite bands up top. So I, I of course I had to I had to rank them. Uh, Brandon from Bleeding Through, uh, I think for a long time was Straight Edge, so that plays a factor. I don't know if he still is. I mean, if you look on Wikipedia, it says he was Straight Edge for a while, and then now he's not. I don't know. I don't really care. I'm not Straight Edge myself. Um, although I carry myself in a more Straight Edge fashion, I don't really do drugs. I drink sparsely. Um, I just recently just picked up smoking cigarettes with drinking, but I don't really smoke. I probably have like two cigarettes for every six to eight beers I drink. That's what I'm at. Um, and that's just because I actually enjoy it a little bit. Um, but I don't smoke cigarettes, though, uh, like that. He is from Bleeding Through, if you didn't know. He's also, I believe, 41 years old. Uh, they say he's 5'8 and 184. I don't know if those are his stats completely. He's from Newport Beach, California. I think that's where he was born or raised or grew up. So he's from the Orange County. Um, and this is where he's an interesting character too because, again, he was straight edge. Uh, he rocked a mohawk for a while. Now he's rocking short hair. Uh, he's got a little bit of the punk. Uh, rockabilly vibes to him. Goth vibes to him. Uh, now he's turned more into uh, prototypical metalhead figure to him. So he's gone through various transitions in his career. Uh, most notable songs that I can think of. Revenge I Seek. Uh, Rise. Number seven with the bullet. Um, For love and failing. Let me see. Tragedy. Savior, Saint, Salvation. So on and so forth. If you know Bleeding Through, you know his catalog. You know that they got bangers for days. Um... Maybe I got his weight wrong. Maybe it's not 184. Maybe it's 154. I don't know how much he weighs. I can't trust. You can't trust what you see on the internet, anyways. But I, you can get a vague idea. 
Uh, and the man is now physically buff. He is jacked. He's a big build. He's actually transitioned out to being a full-on workout guru. Yeah, I think he owns his own gym. Rise Above Fitness, if you, if you didn't know. Uh, but can he march to his own songs? Can Brandon S. Get in the fucking pit while Revenge I Seek is playing or, you know, Kill to Believe is on and fucking do the thing. Can he do it? Um, again, this is where kind of there's a gray area here. I got him ranked at a 7 out of a 10 as he's probably he probably could. But there is things going if uh, there's a lot of things going for him. Obviously, number one, he was straight edge for a while. Number two, he's physically in shape. He's one of the more physically in shape singers that have got on this list. Uh, and when I mean physically in shape, I mean the motherfucker is physically in shape. Uh, so I know that physically, the man won't tire out. That's his. Those are his advantages. And he was straight edge for a while. Those are his, or he, may, he might be still straight edge. I don't know. So those are his physically, those are his positives. The negatives to him is also his size. Uh, I would love to see him run around in fucking crowd kill and mosh hard for like an hour and see where he's at if he's not huffing and puffing because he is a bigger individual. I'm a bigger individual. I have him puffed towards the end of the shit too. I'm like, fuck. Sweating sometimes when you get that much. I mean, you can picking this is one thing picking up heavy items, lifting weights, running on the treadmill, running 10 miles a day is one thing. Physically trying to mosh, or I would assume what football players do, like in the on the trenches and then the lines, uh, is a whole nother thing. It's just another thing, you know, wrestling. You know, look at MMA. When it's when it's on the ground and motherfuckers are on the ground, you know how much and they're wrestling and tangling and trying to submit each other. You know how much how exhausting that that is. Uh, I've got a good idea of what that is because I, I mean, it's similar. So can he do it? Yes, I think he can, but I think he tires out towards the end. Uh, I think at the end of it, he's kind of like, man, I already moshed like my. my five favorite songs of this band or his own band and then cause a quiz he's like nah I don't just want to enjoy the show uh, they say he's 5'8 so he's been a bitter on the taller side um, and you know like I say he's got things going for him he's got a little bit of things going against him but that's not that's not here or there I mean he's got things going for him too so I, I ranked him at a 7 I think he probably could uh, again, he's one of the more physically in shape band frontmans that I've seen in a minute. Um, I, and now that I look at this, I want to run back and do Harm's Way because he's another interesting character uh, that I would like to do. But I didn't. I didn't do him. Now, now I'm just thinking about it. But anyways, Brandon S could probably mosh. I think he probably could. And compared to his music. It's not... His music... Their music is devastating. No two ways around it. 
but they also mix in a lot of uh, sing-along songs. Uh, that's they've had singing songs from the jump. They they down. Uh, what do you call it? They get down with it. There's a little bit of uh, slow parts to their set, so you can catch your breath. Um, you know, "On Wings of Lead" is like not a really a mosh song. There's just no two ways about that. Savior Saint Salvation is a little bit, but not in its entirety. Neither is Sister Charlotte. There's a lot of songs that are not totally mosh uh, songs. Well, as compared to the AK strain, which every song is a mosh song. And that's, you know, that goes against Vincent, but that actually works for Brandon. So again, I give him about a 7 out of 10. I would give him maybe an 8 out of a 10. If he wasn't as bulky, because I think I think that actually slightly hurts him. Because I mean, I think he would tire out. But I mean, obviously, if you want to open up the pit and actually get it going, uh, I don't think you're in. I don't think you're doing much to get in his way, let alone slow him down doing anything, and at least for several songs. So I give him probably. I mean, maybe even closer to an eight, but I, I got him at a seven. Just because I feel like he would tire out towards the end. And then the pit would just be an open gate with nobody moshing. And I've been in situations like that. I'm like, I mm, wonder why people die down in the moshing. It's because these bigger motherfuckers are no longer doing it. And yet, you know, it's just what it is. So that's Brandon. That's uh, Vincent Bennett. And when I come back, we're going to do like hopefully four or five more of these characters. Of these front men, and uh, I'll give you my what my think about it. So hang tight. Uh, we'll come back and wrap up, wrap up this episode shortly. All right, motherfuckers, I'm back. So we've done Vincent Bennett. We've done Brandon S. Brandon Ship Shipetti 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 whatever. And up next is an interesting one on my list. Uh, this is one I picked out just because I thought it would be a curveball for, you know, I, I went too hardcore, too metalcore bands back to back. I figured I'd throw, throw a 180 on the motherfucker. And let's get into it. Danny Field, a.k.a. the singer of a.k.a. Cradle of Filth. Uh, probably the most well-known black metal band I don't even know if they're black metal anymore I think the imagery of them is black metalish but I don't really know if they are classified as black metal anymore uh, but Danny Philp is I believe 48 years old reigning out of the UK United Kingdom wherever the fuck that is uh, England or whatever the fuck I, get the, I always get that confused London, England, UK, it's all to me it's all the same fucking shit, but it, I think it's different places. But he's coming out of the UK. Uh height, he is five five and I think he weighs 143. Again, those heights and weights are you could take them with a grain of salt, but I mean you might have a close accurate representation. And his height might be five fight depending on what heels uh and Doc Martens he's wearing. So he could be wearing eight inch Doc Martens, he could all of a sudden be 6'3 
or and that, that math doesn't even check out, but he could be like 6'2". Who knows how tall Danny Field really is. And with all that said, he's got, you know, I think he's kind of, he doesn't look like he's got a small build. So he looks like he's got a little, he's got, there's a little too Danny Field. He's not, I don't fight fight, he's, he's not that tall and neither is um, his weight, his alleged weight of 143. Um, that's not really all that in impressive the stats wise but he does look a little I don't know if he's muscular or if it's just he doesn't look scrawny so let me put that out he's got a, a like an average to a little bit bigger than average build to him and this could be more recent I don't know what he looked like 20 years ago there's not a lot of pictures of Cradle of Phil from that era you had to base it off of what you see on their album work and if you've seen them in live before um, you know, uh, and to me, Cradle of Phil is some of their most impressive songs. Lord Abortion, Cthulhu Dawn. Uh, oh man, from the Cradle to Enslave, uh, Funeral in Carpathia. Oh, uh, there's a number of bangers there too. So what we want to know is, can the motherfucker mosh to the music he makes? Could he get in the circle pit, run around in a fucking circle with his long ass hair and do the damn thing? And I got to say this, again, this is a little bit, I want to say just based off of what I see, what he wears, uh, the whole get up, you know, uh, the black metal face paint, the answer resoundingly Resoundingly, you know, and obviously he's this again. He's very far from the first two candidates I picked. He's not straight edge. I don't. I don't think so. I think probably alcohol. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say anybody's you know snorting lines of coke. Maybe he he even does that. I don't know. I don't know if he. I don't think he does heroin. I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna sit here and judge the man because he they do make good music. So whatever he Cradle feels doing. They can keep doing it. They make decent music. For me, I, I do listen to it. Um, so, I, But I don't know what he does, uh, again, as far as drinking. He might even be vegan. I don't even know. I don't, I don't really, I didn't really dig that far deep into Danny Field's life beyond the microphone. But if you watch the YouTube videos, there's a whole get up to it. Um... Uh, and I think just resoundingly, it's no. I give him like a three out of a ten. He might be able to headbang with you for like two songs and maybe run around for half a song. But I think outside of that, no. He's the first one that I can't... I would say, and these are my opinions, but I would personally say that he can't march to his music. As a full set, let alone a full set. If you put him in there, I think he would probably dip out to the back. And be gone out of that crowd. To me, that's and that's okay. Uh, it, to me, it, it, and that's again, the Cradle Field goes both ways. They do have a lot of balladish songs. They do have a lot of slow, low tempoed songs. You know, and intricate, you know, intricate parts of the song. It's not all mosh, but I, they do have a crazy number of good banger songs. And I just don't see. Danny Field, you again. You pull him out of the microphone. You plant him in the mosh pit that exists. You put someone up there singing his songs, and does he go off? Uh, 
No, I don't see it. I don't personally see it. I know a lot of people probably would disagree with that, but I personally don't see it. As a matter of fact, I don't even personally see, and I don't even know, like I said, I don't know the man personally, but I don't really see half that shit he's thinking about what he even ever attempted to do uh, anything. <laughs> From uh, being a uh, necrophiliac for anything. I don't see it. I don't see it. I see him being more of like a chill dude. And and again, I think I think that's kind of cool. He makes they make cool music to me. I just don't see him doing some crazy shit in the mosh pit at all. Let alone if they were to call upon a wall of death or just want to see a giant ass circle pit. No fucking way. Danny Filth, no fucking way. It's the first resounding no on the list. Absolutely 100%. Not, not, he doesn't get a 0 out of 10. Because I do think he does do the get up. So he actually wants to participate in the shows. But I think he's like a, like a one off circle, like for his favorite of favorite songs. And that's it. He's more of a headbanger. He's more of a up at the front of the stage with his fucking, uh, his devil horns up. And that's it. That's the kind of guy I, I see Danny Phil being. And that's and again, that's okay. There's people like that at shows. But I don't think he makes music. He I don't think he can monitor the music he makes. So he that's a resounding... Again, he's on the low scale. I gave him 3 out of 10. Probably a 2 out of 10. And then I don't know if he could physically do it. If he could just sit there and push and brawl people out the way. I don't, I don't see that either. So, again... Uh, that's a resounding no. I gotta give him a no. Moving on from that, here's another favorite um, band of mine. Uh, Something I've listened to a lot of years, and I still stand by and listen to their new music. And actually, it came out with a good album. Uh, I think it was last year. Uh, Jamie Jasta, Hatebreed, hailing out of fucking where is fucking Jamie Jasta Connecticut somewhere uh, Jamie Jasta allegedly I looked online allegedly he's 44 years old the man is the big 4-4 uh, and I don't know if this is true is he 5'11 and he weighs 185 5'11 185 a big uh, tall uh, probably close to the height of Vincent uh, 5'11". I don't know. I thought Jamie Jasta was shorter than that. But, again, these are... These are... Google this. Is what I've... I've looked. It's all there. The only... Close. 143. No, 186. Um, but he's got a medium build. I don't know if he's buff. I've never seen him in any pictures with his shirt off. Uh, flexing a six-pack or anything like that. Outside of him wearing a short sleeve shirt and some cargo shorts or things of the nature or pants, I don't really see much of Jamie Jasta's physical body, so that's kind of hard to say. Uh, he does rock shorter hair, uh, more with a bald uh, crew cut top. Again, that's fine. But well, let's get down to the nuts and bolts of Jamie Jasta. With Epic bangers such as Doomsayer, Perseverance, Driven by Suffering, Proven, 
fucking um, oh man the list goes on and on with that band you know destroy everything um, you know fuck I, I, there's so many songs you, whole catalog confiding no one um, shit uh, I will be heard Can he march to those songs? Can can Jamie Jasta? And if you look at YouTube's, there's a lot of fist pumping. It's a lot of, a lot of, uh, doing things. But can he march to the songs that he uh, has made? Can he do it? I've got him being, and I went ahead and did this already. I got him as a four out of a ten. Another low score. Uh, I again, he's. I don't believe they're, he's far from straight edge. I I can almost not personally say that one hundred percent, but I kind of think that. So that goes against him in, in being able to do. And that's and that's this is why I said there's a lot of front men out there that I, I don't think can, because alcohol and drugs just definitely take effect. You're not at your prime peak. You're opted to get whacked in the head. Uh, And then you got to contend with brawling, fighting as well. And not only moshing. You got to be able to defend yourself at all times. Um, You know, and also you get winded if you're partying hard. And not to say that Jamie Jesse is just some fucking alcoholic. And none of these guys, like Danny Field, I don't, I don't, like again, I don't, I'm not sitting here saying they're alcoholics and they're, dope heads, none of that. Um, and I don't even know if Danny Filth or Jamie Jasta are currently raging partygoers. I don't know. But I would assume that they once were. Uh, and that's cool. You know, who doesn't like a, a party? Um, but I would just base it off of, you just watch YouTube videos. There's a lot of, you know, he's got a lot of animation to him, but I just don't see it either. I got him rated kind of low. I just don't feel that. And and a lot of it lends itself to how crazy the people get for Haybreed personally. And that's just something I just don't see. I do see other members of his band. Uh, the Christmas tree guy and other dudes being just big bulkier guys that don't look like they're... And if you look at pictures of Haybreed, Jamie is more often than not the small one on the smaller end of the members. Not not that he's a small guy himself. I don't know. I just based... His height and weight is just based off of Google. You've... And that's in the, going back to all, all the way to the beginning. It's hard to get this info on these guys. Uh, you can only look at so many pictures and, and kind of like, oh, he looks like he's the same height as this person, but you don't really know that person's height. And you're basing that person's height off of another picture you saw, and I went, I went, I did a, I did a little bit of homework on this. So if it says he's five eleven, maybe he's five ten, he's five nine, could be six feet. I mean, I don't know. Um, I do know though that no, when the shit kicks off, and at the height of Hatebreed's fucking popularity, I don't think so. I don't think he would have dared stepped foot into his own pits but but there is a big but 
See, he's not rated as low as Danny Field. And I'll tell you exactly why. He's not rated as low as Danny Field. Um, number one, I think there is video of him, like, fighting with fans at backyard shows. I believe. And number two, uh, the rumor mill around that band was they had a lot of issues when they were an up-and-coming band. There was a lot of issues... They, I think they were known as a band that was stealing shit. Uh, I don't think nobody wanted to tour with them. So he had to come up with a little bit of an edge to himself. Like, hey, you can't fuck with me. Um, because I'm Jamie Jackson. This is Hey, Britain and my band. And we're coming for your fucking life. And so you give him a little bit of an edge. So he could maybe perhaps get back to that mentality. And be like, fuck it. I'll get into this pit. But do I believe he physically can do it? And can he march to his own music? Can he put Jamie Jast out there? Fucking put him in a pit with some big fucking boys. And hit him with fucking Doomsayer? No. I don't see it. No. Don't, again, I don't see it personally. And I know Jamie Jast looks at the crowds. And like, wow, that fucking pit is gnarly. And he's got a podcast. This is another thing. He's a podcaster. <laughs> like myself. But the difference is I... I, I I live the mosh. I don't fucking... Um, I do not live the mosh. I, the, the mosh is my in my life, in my realm. Uh, I don't see Jamie Jester. I would fucking... Absolutely crowd kill him. And he probably wouldn't be like, Whoa, this, this is a bit much. And I kind of feel that. If the hatebreed pits of the old days... And everybody knows the hatebreed pits of the old days. It was fucking wild and intense. With big bodies, it, the, the, I don't know why they attracted so many meatheads. Right around that golden era of perseverance, rise of brutality. Um, I don't believe he could. No, I, I, I rank him kind of low. Not as low as Danny Field, um, but not much higher. I, a resounding no. I think that's pretty much, you know. Kind of like I kind of feel like and that's a that's a no for sure. Point blank no. I don't think he could. I don't I don't know. I mean I would love I would love for this podcast episode to really hit off and uh somebody call me out and be like, yo motherfucker, I can march to fucking whoever and fucking point me in the right direction. I'll be like, wow that's kinda cool. The next time I'm in the mosh pit I hope to see you there and that way I can fucking fucking push you out the way <laughs> trample over you whatever but that's not neither here nor there let's switch up again we're uh, I dip back to the metalcore but let's get a, let's get another popular band in going CMFT you guys not might know him uh, as Corey Taylor of a little band called Slipknot uh, you know Slipknot fucking Jamie Jaster was 44 out of Connecticut. Corey Taylor allegedly is, again, he's an old head. Allegedly, he's 48. I didn't really think that's... Uh, coming out of, you know, out of Iowa, Des Moines area. Um, he says he's 5'7", and he weighs 148. Is that even accurate? Can we get some fucking heights and weights on some of these cats? Google... Can we do a physical... I, I want to see prize-fighting fucking frontmen. Like, 
Give me the tell of the tape of these motherfuckers. Can Corey Taylor, Slipknot, giving us such musical delights as the Heretic Anthem, People Liquid Shit, Disaster Piece, Surfacing, Eyeless, um, Man, Liberate, uh, The Virus of Life, The Nameless, uh, I can't think of that one song. It's not Cutter, is it? I don't know. There's only like one song. And I kind of... After Volume 3, it's whatever. Uh, But can... Can fucking... And again, if you look at the videos... There's a whole process to Slipknot. Obviously the mask, the overalls. So you know that motherfucker's in there sweating. That, and this is something that I've kind of... I've got to uh, base my opinion right. That Slipknot, for the longest, has been overdressing the occasion. And it's completely... Like... It kind of is like, wow, damn, like... It's hot. It's hot in the fucking jumpsuit. It's hot in those masks. I know it's hot. Uh, but Corey Taylor... Uh, he's got kind of a a medium build. He's got shorter hair, and I got him at what the fuck did I put? Okay, so I'm gonna stick by it. I got him at an eight out of a ten, and I think I, I think now I'm seeing why because of the because of the whole get up of Slipknot. Let me tell you why. Even though he parties a lot, and I think it's well documented Slipknot was a wild band and for the music they make can he mosh to those things I think it's yes I think it's an 8 out of a 10 it's, it's not maybe it could be 7.5 could be, but I think it's closer to 8 I think he can uh, because I believe that that band has other members that are just as crazy as you think they are and for him to lead that said group he had to have been at some point wilding out jumping off of fucking doing the most shit uh if you look at their live performances he's you know they're throwing he's throwing around fucking shit on stage i mean and again the mask the overalls the sheer heat of fucking an ozfest playing during the day none of that is easy uh, and then Slipknot does have enough ballads and enough slow-tempoed songs in their sets to where it's not a complete straight mosh. So I do believe that he's got stamina because that, and that first and foremost, it's a lot. There's a lot going on to his performance as especially old Slipknot. Um, maybe he was, you know, I don't know how his build is. Now. I don't know if, if he's you know but I do believe that the restriction of the mask and I think he actually passed out one time from exhaustion from just fucking non-stop working hard so the the work ethic is there. that's what I'm saying the work ethic is there for the man um so it could be a 7 it could be an 8 out of a 10 I think probably he probably could uh and I think that's probably why the band was so successful Initially, you know, and lately they kind of, I think they've kind of flatlined. 
But initially the band was good. I think it was because it was crazy. And I think you all day you could have probably plucked him out of that band and he would have been fucking jumping around and pushing people like crazy. Um you know and you've got big personalities, you got Mick, you got Sean, you got you had um you know Joey, you had big other personalities in the band where you're like Wow, like, okay, and then he had to be just as big, if not ballsier. So, yes, I do believe Corey Taylor from Slipknot can. I think it's a profoundly yes. Um, but I kind of give him about the same, if not... Pro- he probably should be ranked right around Brandon. I think it's probably... Most likely he can, but maybe he tires out. Um, especially now in his big age. Um, I think, yeah, I think now he probably tires down a little bit. But maybe in his young days, maybe not so much. I mean, I got I got to keep in mind, I've been... Slipknot has been the better part of my life since, like, the ninth or 10th grade. And for me, it was, like, 2001. It's now we're in 2022. I mean, 20 years plus of that band. Uh, so he's no longer a young man. Just gotta throw that out there but in his younger days probably could I think that's a I think that's an easy yes uh, moving on from Corey Taylor we've got uh, Howard Jones of Kill Switch can Howard Jones of Kill Switch mosh to his favorite to his own music uh, now I don't know if this is true this ain't Howard Jones is 51 and I, I don't know if that's true could be but I don't know. Um, again, I looked. I think he comes out of Ohio. Uh, it says he's 5'11", way unknown. But he is a bigger build. Howard Jones has been a bigger man. Um, and and then, you know, not to be... Not to say anything, but he's black. So, obviously the man was, was athletic. You know... And I and Killswitch at that at one point was one of the bigger bands, and he comes out too as well, like clothed to the T sometimes, um, you know. And he gave he gave us man, Killswitch gave us a number of bangers as well. And but there's a little bit more to the reason why I think he can. So he got the he's got the big build, you know. And I I don't know how straight edgy he is or not, bald, so he's not. The hair is not getting in the way. Um, and, and he is buffer. You look at the pictures of Howard. He looks like he he did a lot of working out going on there. Uh, you know, and he gave us some bangers. Life to Lifeless. Uh, End of Heartache. Uh, I mean... So many, so many. So you gotta just kill switch is just a mosh fest too, especially old kill switch. Uh, you know the first two albums, just one of those things, man. Like I would, I wish I had written down more songs from Kill Switch. Uh, but there, there's a grip. There's a grip. I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't love a Kill Switch show? And, and I think even though I think Kill Switch is partying like crazy but if you look at if you look at Howard Jones and you look at you know 
his physique. And then a lot of it, they have a lot of ballads. So, yes, he could mosh. And I think he can mosh the entire set. Because I think everybody can mosh the entire set. Uh, him, too. I give an 8 out of a 10. I, I, he's probably more... He's right up there with, uh, I think, Corey Taylor. I, and But it, it more so has to do with Killswitch's style of music. Um... They do have a lot of heavy songs, but they have a lot of chill songs as well. So he's probably able to mosh. And I think, actually, this may have happened at one point or another. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure before he was involved with Kill Switch, he may have gotten into a pit uh, for them pre his joining the band. And then again, maybe post his exit of the band. He may have just for shits and giggles just run into a mosh pit and just fucking did his thing for a second. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the man moshes personally, but I wouldn't doubt if he couldn't. And I kind of actually think he did. And then you go back to Blood Has Been Shed, uh, throwing out bangers too. Like, I think he could. And he made a name for himself. And he's vocally very big. He's a, he's a bigger man. I don't know his exact weight. Uh, I don't know if 5'11 is his height. But again... I believe Howard Jones is a resounding yes. Just look at his physical body. Um, and again, uh, his style, their style of music is all day. I can watch anybody. That's what makes Killswitch. Anyways, I got cut out there. But Killswitch, yeah, Killswitch, definitely, if you think about their music, anybody can watch to it. They're more, a little bit more metal friendly. Not so much the rawr fucking that I'm into. Which is kind of why I don't listen to Killswitch as much as I'd like to. But I did throw on um, Killswitch oh, often. I mean, probably, you know, probably like not quite once a month. But once every other so often, you know, I put them on. You know, take a listen. A bit farewell. I mean, shit. When darkness falls, there's just a gang of songs that Killswitch does. I had to go and look up some songs that are my favorites. I couldn't think of off the top of my head. But I think Howard Jones can watch through those songs all day. You know, and I kind of feel as they went on, you know, they can, he can watch through his own music. Um, and I don't think you get necessarily tired out because I don't think Killswitch is. A, Again, they're not as so hyper aggressive. They're not Slipknot esque, where or Hatebreed esque, where every song is a beatdown. Uh, bleeding through, not every song is a fucking a crazy ass song. Um, there's a little bit of breaks in there, and I think he can do it. I think definitely. Again, he's an eight out of a ten candidate. I haven't scored no perfect candidates. Nobody that I would be like, man, he puts the fear of God into me. But I definitely, definitely. Definitely believe that uh, Howard Jones can do that more so than you you would have doubt in him. I, I think he definitely he's seventy five percent and better. He could, you know, I give him eight out of a 10, 80 percent probability that he could mosh the socks off of a mosh pit and uh, you know keep it going. So let's move into another 
area. I have to skip this next one that I have written down. But let's get into this. James Hetfield of Metallica, a 58-year-old James Hetfield, which is kind of weird to me, him being 58 years old. I thought the motherfucker was like 68. But maybe he started the band a lot younger, Metallica, and it's just been going on for a long time. Maybe, I mean, he's close to 60. Uh, Papa Head, as it is on Instagram, he's close to 60. Uh, but again, you know, he's born out of California, out of Downey, California, moved north to NorCal. Uh, 58 years old. I think he's six feet either six feet or six one he's a he's a taller man weight unknown you got both long hair and short hair uh Hetfield um you've got there's a lot of interesting things about Hetfield he plays the guitar so you know the motherfucker's gotta be physically somewhat fit to be able, and he also sings. It's the first one I've done that does a duality of things. Uh, he sings, fucking plays the guitar, and fucking runs and jumps with the guitar off and everything. The motherfucker survived uh, fire blast to the body. Um, man, and he, and Metallica's got bangers, especially old ones. Uh, Fight fire with fire, master of puppets. Motor Breath, uh, Disposable Heroes, uh, Shortest Straw, Sabbath True. I mean, the entire, you know, Whiplash, uh, Seek and Destroy. I think, I think James Hetfield, and especially for the style of the music that they do play, they're they're more right in the metal vein of things. I think more so. It's definitely a yes. I do know, as well known, Metallica was um, big on alcohol. But, with that said, being big on alcohol, uh, he still came out and performed wildly long sets. And that band is conditioned to play like hour plus long sets and their songs are monstrous and there's a lot going on with that happens in Metallica you know it's four men making sounds that fucking band members with six men don't make um and then he cut out alcohol you know that was a big thing you know 10 15 years ago now so maybe his body has healed from the ma- the massive rages that were going on, you know, I think he's checked himself into rehab a couple times, so he's right. I think he's right. I think that obviously he doesn't. He's never once have you, never once will you see a Metallica picture where he looked out of shape in any photo. It's a testament to that man's work ethic, regardless of how you feel about him or the band members. None of them look overweight, have ever looked overweight. Not Lars, not Kirk, not James, not, um, you know, Robert or Jason Newsom. None of them have looked, even Cliff, they all look like they were 
160, 170 pound cats. And even with all that alcohol, you know, not one beer belly in sight. And never had they slipped off the radar for like four or five years and popped back up like with a double chin. No. Uh, Metallica remains very, very in shape as a band, which is a crazy thing. But the more importantly, can James Hetfield run around in monstrous music? I think it's a yes. I think I, I'm gonna give him less than eight out of a ten. I'm probably gonna give him a seven. What definitely more than six because he's physically in shape, and that's hard to do with his old age and especially. Um, you know, for what that band is, and and definitely, I definitely think because Metallica doesn't play a style. Again, they're more of a kill switch s style. They're just a little bit more metal. There's a lot of melody to their music. It's a lot of there's not so much thrash parts to their music anymore. And obviously, the man is gifted. He plays, uh you know, the guitar while he's singing, while fucking walking around on stage and fucking uh, headbanging and stuff. Like, that is insane. If you actually sit down and think about it, that his arms have to carry, his shoulders have to carry a guitar. He's got to sit there and it's hot and he's clothed most of the time. He's got pants and now he's got his battle jacket on. That's kind of his thing right now, his boots. Um, and it's just so crazy that you know that all he, his whole get up too, much like Slipknot from uh, or Corey Taylor from Slipknot, he's got a whole thing that he's got to do. And so I do believe, and it's hot. I kid you not, most of the times these guys play, it's fucking summertime, big festivals, and, and like a hundred degrees outside, uh, or they're playing indoors and it's even fucking hotter. Um, that's one thing all bands share in common. The yes, it is hot, but unlike Metallica, unlike lower end bands, uh, not lower end, but lower tiered bands like you know your your local scene bands, uh, the temptation to take off a year or two and like I said, become overweight or just not practice is there um and then again too like you know just having the guitar having the dual you know dual um part of the band is kind of impressive in and of itself so I want to say yes I think it's 7 out of 10 for his music uh I believe he can definitely run around a circus tall enough uh, he's physically in shape. He's got the stamina. So he can definitely circle pit for a number of songs. Especially his own songs. So I think it's a high probability. Yeah, 75%. He could probably do it. All day. Um, yeah, I think definitely. Metallica from Downey, Downey, California. Which is amazing. I kind of wish that they claimed LA. I know they got big beef with LA. But they're more of a Bay Area band. But nonetheless... You know, Metallica does what they do. Uh, I think James Hetfield can march to his own music. I think that's absolutely... Uh, he's qualified. He's definitely qualified. So, I'm going to pick one more name. 
Uh, because I feel like this episode is going to run long. Uh, and when I mean run run long, I mean I'm probably I'm gonna get. I got like twice as many more names as the names that I've just talked about uh, written down. So I'm probably gonna do another episode of this one later. Um, but let's pick let's pick one. Um. <clears throat> Let's go. Who do we got? Who do we got? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, okay, here's an interesting one. Yeah, <sighs> and I, and I, and again, I don't want to do this to this man, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Randy Blythe, Lamb of God. What do we think about Randy Blythe? Randy Blythe, the Lamb of God. Uh, short hair, Randy, early Lamb of God. Versus uh, Dreadhead Randy from Lamb of God. It says here that he, much like Howard Jones, is 51 years old. He's from Richmond, Virginia. Six feet one. Weight is unknown. But he is more on the skinnier side. Uh, he's skinny-ish. I mean, I don't... He's not bones, but he's not... He's been a little lanky as well, a little bit more like on the thinner side. Probably of all the people I've talked about so far, might be the skinniest one of them all, uh, appearance-wise. I don't know. I don't know how much the man weighs. He could be rocking a chiseled body underneath his shirt. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the man personally. And just going off of what I see on videos, what the man does. Um, and again, number of bangers. Uh, you know, eleventh uh, hour, fucking. Now you've got something to die for. Late to rest, foot to the throat. Oh man, I mean, ashes of the wig. I had on repeat for like six months. Um, it was an amazing album. His first like two or three albums by Labagat were amazing. Sacrament was uh, Sacrament had its moments. I didn't think it was all overall great, but it was a, it was a good listen. <sighs> but can Randy Blythe master his own music? If you've seen Lamb of God live. And you compare it to their music, and you see how much how he moves around on stage. I want to say no. Randy Blythe doesn't make the cut. I'll tell you why. Um, number one, it, it, regardless of what, what how you feel about them, in his olden age of nowadays. His dreads are in the way. He can't really headbang. I mean, I think he does on stage, but he can't really do it for an extended period of time. That's weighing him down. First and foremost. Obviously, uh, everybody's watched that DVD where he got into a fight with the other band. And I just... But he, they were drunk, so I mean... 
again, I kind of is a knock against him. So I don't really know. I think he's got the fighting spirit of the, of the dog in him, but not necessarily like get out of my way, killer dog in him either. Um, and then you just got to pull up any uh, performance by Lama God, and I think just in general, like the energy of the band, the band does have energy, like again, but I think even the old Lama God. When he was more of a part, I don't know if he could. I don't really think, and their music isn't really conducive for some of the singers that produce music of that heavy of a nature. I don't think he does. I mean, I don't think he could march to that man. I I think he's more of a he'll get into the pit for you know five minutes a song, and then he probably leaves. Uh, I don't think he, let alone an entire, let alone he give it, go back to the old Lamb of God days. I don't think Randy Blythe does. I don't think he can march. And again, there's nothing, to, no discredit to the guy, but I mean, you put on late to the rest and put him in the pit. I don't see it. Um, oh man, I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. I just, can you see it? I, I mean, I, I don't see it. I <laughs> I just don't see it at all. It's kind of one of those things like, damn, like, you know, you would be hard-pressed to uh, to believe it. That he, could you imagine him marching to ruin? No. Uh, let alone, like, like, like 11th hour. I don't really see it. Th- that was crazy crazy times actually the way crazy music and I don't you know again much like Vincent even though and again and I, and I actually think the partying aspect of Kill Switch Engage actually is a knock against because I only got a maybe like a 50% chance that he could actually do it so flip flip the coin for it but I'm leaning more on the lower end of 50% like he's it's not like oh it's 50% like yeah probably I'll go it's probably 50% like no probably not I don't see it especially now in his older age I don't definitely don't see it in his younger age you yeah and I a lot of it is based off of, you watch Philadelphia the 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 DVD you just I just don't see it it's too much partying, and that's not and that's not a crime at all. Obviously, that's cool as fuck. But I don't see for as heavy as music as they were doing, and for how intense some of those crowds were back in those days. Absolutely not. And calling out a wall of death, I don't see that either. Him getting in a pit like that, no fucking way. I no fucking way, man. No fucking way. And I don't want to end the fucking episode on like no this guy can't mosh but I don't really see Randy Black the Lamb of God moshing to his own music no way do you pluck him out of his own band you give him the microphone to fucking um you know another version of himself does he mosh absolutely not well I mean it's not an absolute not probably not most likely not I don't think he could as a matter of fact I don't even know if some of their members of the band could They'd make hella good music, but I don't think they could. 
Absolutely not. It's it's he's probably at the fifty percent mark, but again, he's probably not, not most likely. So that's gonna do it for this episode. I've been jibber jabbing about fucking bands and can they mosh. It was an interesting topic. I only got through like a third of the people I wanted to talk about. Uh, maybe I'll revise this and I'll come back to this list again as I dig up more information and more find out more about bands. And if anything changes my opinion of whether or not a motherfucker can mosh. I might have to revisit this topic again. But as it stands right now, what you have, Vincent was maybe, Brandon, yes. Uh, Daddy Filth, no. Jamie Jasta, I put it a no. Corey Taylor, yes. Howard Jones, yes. James Hetfield, yes. And Randy Blythe, no. And there's other people on this list um, that I did not even get to. But we'll, we'll get to them eventually. So with that, that's it, guys. I'm going to get this episode up and um, catch you guys on the next one. Laters.